how do you ensure to get the highest grade in a class? Would you like to know that from a college professor? I, I, I grade people. That's what I do for a living. Would you like to know? Live from our studio in Babson Park, Massachusetts, it's the Fred Opie Show. If you are a student athlete, if you are a student athlete, number one, don't wear your swag to class. I'm a Syracuse guy, right? There's certain swag, sweatshirts and stuff, that you can only get if you're on the team. Because it only comes from the equipment room. You can't buy it anywhere else. So as soon as you wear that, you are telling everybody, hi, I'm a student athlete. Did you hear the story of the two football players from some university that robbed a, uh, uh, like a 7-Eleven and they're wearing their football swag with the numbers on the swag? They caught them suckers so fast it was ridiculous, right? Now, the reason I tell you don't wear your swag, I work with professors. Many of the professors I work with are very cool and get it. There's a whole lot that wouldn't know a sport if it came up and hit them in the face. And most of their life, they've had an antagonistic relationship with athletes. And they have stereotypes about athletes. You don't want to be one of those stereotypes because the bottom line is when we're grading and the difference between giving somebody an A and a B is two points, we stop and we think about this person's image. You don't want that negative image that has a stereotype to do with wearing your swag and your sport. I would not advertise that you're an athlete. Tell you another thing. If you are shy and you want to get a high grade in class and you know participation is a good percentage of grade, sit in the front row. Why sit in the front row? Because when I'm in the front row and I ask a question, the only one who's looking at me is the professor. Now, if I'm sitting in the back of the row, by the way, if you go to Raven Stadium, which is the most expensive seat, by the way, yeah, so why would you want to sit in the back? That's one thing. Let's, we won't go any further on that one. Now, look what happens when I raise my hand and ask the question. I got all y'all looking in my face, and I'm shy. Don't sit back here if you're shy. Sit up there. You won't have people staring at you when you ask questions. And it's, it's embarrassing if you're shy to have to turn around and look at you. And when you raise your hand, everybody turns around and looks at you. Very simple thing. The other thing, as a professor, I'm telling you, people sit up front, you get to know them better than everybody else. Just because they're up front. Get to class on time. Get there on time. Look like you want to be there. Don't come in sweats and the fleece slipper look like you just rolled out of bed. I'm, st I'm, I'm very serious. Don't do it. Now look straight ahead. Nobody knows I'm talking about you. Okay? Say another thing. Go to office hours with a reason, not just to show up because you think it's good to office hours. If you have a question, ask the question. Do it during office hours. It is your job to make sure the professor, by the third or fourth week, knows your name when you raise your hand. If you're raising your hand and the professor is still stumbling over your name, it's your fault. You have to make sure they know who you are. It makes a huge difference. The reading assignments, read them. Even if you have to skip through stuff, read them. How do you read through stuff quickly in a, in a history class or something? Before the next class, raise your hand. I see there's several chapters here. Is there anything in particular you want us to look at? Yeah, I want you to look at the question of why did Douglas think that slavery was less brutal in Baltimore? Now, when you read, you read like I do. I read like it's a radar. Like, you know, I, I have one of these kind of things where if I go like this remote, I can shine a light on you. You want to read like a laser, not a flashlight. Flashlights go everywhere. Lasers go straight. Find out what the question is you're going to talk about and read the answer to the question. These are important things I see students that don't understand. Take your cell phone, 
put it on airplane mode when you get to class. You won't be tempted to keep picking up the phone. Because when you keep looking up the phone, I think that you think my class is not important. If you notice, when I got up here, I had my phone. I said, I'm looking at my phone because it has my notes on it. If you take notes with your phone, if you take notes on your computer, tell your professor that. Because otherwise, they think you're in their class on Facebook. I had a student who I noticed never took notes during class. I mean, and I'm sitting there going, my class is important. He's not taking notes. So one day, we were teaching on this. And I have a thing called the Super 7. You can find it on the podcast. It basically explains how I went from being this failure to a decent student. And we got to this whole idea of study habits. And when we were talking about differences, he raised his hand and he said, you know, I don't take notes in class because it confuses me. So I listen, and when class is over, I go write my notes. It made a huge difference when I knew that about him. So if there's something about you that's particular, you need to let the professor know. Tell him. Don't assume the professor's going to know. If you know that you had a parent who is going through cancer treatment right now, and you're, just in a, you're in a really bad situation, tell the professor that so he knows you're not talking in class now, not because you don't care. I'm going through something. Don't assume that we know, because we don't know. Now, that in itself will help you a great deal in school. This is what I call the psychology of the classroom that students don't necessarily think about. All right, we're going to leave early. I'm going to stay behind if you have a couple of questions and you want, you know, you're more comfortable asking me one-on-one. And, uh, but thank you for listening. Nobody fell asleep, so mission accomplished. Good job. Thank you. If you want to know more about what I'm doing, go to fredopi.com, which is my website. You can see information on the books I've published. There are two blogs that I host there, both a food and an athlete's blog, and there's both a food and an athlete's podcast.